we are the girls, the it girls of Kim Possible, the TV show, you know, on Disney Channel, in case you, like, didn't grow up watching Disney Channel. <laughs> Side note, Cartoon Network is no more. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot the correct verbiage, like, the wording, but I think someone bought Cartoon Network, so it was no, no longer going to be Cartoon Network. What's going to be called? I don't know, but I just remember seeing, like, RIP Cartoon Network on my timeline from 2002, is that one? Cartoon Network started. I don't remember the year, but yeah. I don't like that. Cartoon Network is no more. I don't like that. That's my... Honestly, Cartoon Network changed on us, and I wasn't feeling it when they started to... When they redid the Titans, Yo, it was no longer the Titans. That shit did not make sense. Yo, I was never a fan of Cartoon Network. Really? I was never... I I, I, I was. I just would prefer to watch Disney Channel or on the occasion Nickelodeon, but I wouldn't watch Cartoon Network. You're so prissy. Maybe. <laughs> but. But what? Adult Swim now. Adult Swim was that hilarious. That shit caught me off guard. Like, that's when I started liking cartoons. Because, like, oh, wait. This shit's kind of funny. Oh, wait. And then you start to catch the little gist and shit that they be throwing in those adult cartoon shows. Uh, but I think cartoon, any animated shows always had those jokes in there for adults yeah, to I catch on. Yeah, but I didn't watch. Car- like I said, I wasn't watching Cartoon Network. I wasn't watching cartoons like that. It just so happened that one time, it was late at night, I was going through the channels, and I came across a cartoon, and it, was, it looked funny, and it turned out to be, what's that show? Pl- the people that are on space? What and the fuck are you talking about? There's a show where there's a robot, and I believe- Futurama? I believe that's what it's called. Yeah, Futurama. <laughs> I think it's Futurama. Futurama. I think it's Futurama. <laughs> I think that's a, and the girl, she has purple hair. She has one eye. I think it's Futurama. Yeah. I believe it's Futurama. But yeah, that was the show that I saw. And I was like, oh, wait, cartoons aren't that bad. I'm just being picky. I'm picky yeah. Girl. I'm a prissy picky gal. My mother called me childish for still watching cartoons. Yeah, I would call you childish too. Like, why are you still watching cartoons? But I get it. Like, it's not about it being cartoons. It's just, it's a good show. Literally, it. it's a good show. <laughs> it's it's good entertaining. Show. And it's not, it's not... It's animation. There's so much you could do with it. There's no limit on your imagination when it comes to cartoons. Like my whole childhood, I enjoyed Pokemon. I enjoyed Dragon Ball Z. I enjoyed Titans. I enjoyed literally Courage the Cowardly Dog, Scooby-Doo. All of that was my life. Like I did not know anything yeah, past that. that. I wasn't watching Disney Channel. I was, I was like, Disney. these are prissy people. Dun, dun. I'm trying to see if that yeah. show is really it. But I love how we have grown to really um, embrace Halloween. No, definitely. Um, and back to what I was saying, like, you know how I said Halloween is kind of like the season where, you know, it gets sexual and, like, slutty. Like, that slutty side of you is free to come out. You know cuffing season, right? Yeah. We're in cuffing season right now. Fuck cuffing season. And I think I put it together. There are five seasons or five stages within the cuffing season. And the okay. first one, yeah, I'm listening. Halloween. The second one is Thanksgiving. Third one is Christmas. The fourth one is New Year's. And the fifth one is Valentine's Day. So, first one, Halloween is the preseason, the pregame. That's when everyone is like, you know, coming out to party. Summer's over. This is like the first official party. Kind of season that people kind of take seriously after summer. Mm-hmm. So we all come in now. We showing up like in our costumes, everything. And you never know who you're going to be on Halloween. It's a spooky night. You never know. <laughs> and who knows? You might meet a little, a little someone that you, you fuck with. And who knows? Now it's Thanksgiving. 
He coming over for a plate. You coming over for a plate. Maybe not meeting the family. Maybe you are meeting the family. Who knows how it is? Like, you never know. Then it's Christmas. You still oh fucking with this nigga. You still fucking with this girl or whatever. And it's like, oh, I like the person. I'll fuck with them. I'll get them a gift. Maybe not nothing too crazy, <laughs> but I'll, I'll get you something, you know. Fucking I'll get you it. something. And then it's New Year's. New Year's is when you have to be careful because shit be going down during New Year's and you're going to have consequences. Like like a nine-month type of consequence, okay? <laughs> so that's, that's New Year's for y'all. And then Valentine's Day is the, the season finale, which is kind of like... <laughs> season the finale? End all, it's the end-all, be-all. Now, if you didn't get pregnant during New Year's, and but you probably don't know by now because it's a few weeks later. You probably don't know. So it's Valentine's Day, and now it's like, okay, is he going to go all off for Valentine's Day? Is she going to go off for Valentine's Day? Are we even going to do anything on Valentine's Day? And nine times out of ten, that'd be the determining factor as to whether or not we're going to keep fucking with each other or not. <laughs> and we won't know what's going to happen again until Halloween 2023 when the season is back in play and we know if we have the returning players or some starting players on the team. You never know. You know what? I don't like your theory. You don't like it? Yeah. Why? Because I feel like your theory was my life. <laughs> Literally my life. I swear to God, every time October come around, boom, there's always someone new. Right? Always someone new. October... Give it November, December. Um, my stupid ass. I I don't mind whoever I'm talking to. I don't mind them meeting my family because I'm family oriented. Mm -hmm. Because you meet my family, that don't mean like we're going to be together forever. I'm yeah. more like you meet my family because I need my family to know who you are mm -hmm. just in case anything happens to me. Facts, facts. Right? It's a safety thing. That's why mm -hmm. I let them meet my family on like Thanksgiving type shit. And then December come, and then it's the whole fucking gift shit <laughs> happening. And I'm a gift giver, so I do end up buying them Facts, a, I gift. Buy a gift. I buy a gift. I bought a gift. Yeah, depending on the situation, depends on the value of the gift. Mm -hmm. um, and then January comes, and honestly, that's when I start to like go downhill, and I'll be like, fuck Valentine's Day. <laughs> fuck Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, because I never have a Valentine's, and I really don't care. See? I don't really care for it. I mean, I don't care, but I do care. Like, I don't You probably care. care in the moments. Like, oh, everyone has all this lovey-dovey shit, and you might feel away, but, like, the next day, I'm over it. Like, no. I was in my feels, but I'm good now. I Savage said I don't. mode back on. Thank you. I, sorry. I say I don't care, because if I do care, I think I'll be really sad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, because who does not want to be loved on Valentine's Day? That's so, what true. ended up happening... My Valentine's has always ended up being like my mother and my sisters. I remember one time in Buffalo, when I was in Buffalo, my mom sent me a whole like package for Valentine's Day. It was so sweet. Like, fuck niggas, love your mom. Right, <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's gonna be on your side, it's your mama. Right, exactly. So, but you know, I get everything you were saying because this time last year was kind of like. It's the same shit that you were talking about. It's the same shit I was talking about. Literally. Like, <laughs> no funny shit. That has literally, like, we started talking in October. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know we were cool October. in November, cool in December. You know we got the Christmas gifts or whatever. New Year's, I don't think we did anything on New Year's. Valentine's, we didn't do nothing on Valentine's. And like I said, Valentine's Day be the determining factor. Ain't shit happened. Now he's gone. <laughs> it's like the most like I said, you roller coaster listen, five months. Listen, you won't know until the next Halloween season. It is now Halloween season, and I'm telling you, it's over. That's funny. It definitely is over. 
who knows who we gonna meet this Halloween season. We are actually going to an event tonight. We are. Well, when we post this video, it's not gonna be tonight, but we are going to. Well, the night we're recording this episode, we're going to an event. <laughs> this is the second event we are hosting, and I am very excited. Um, I'm intrigued and very interested to uh, like see the performances and stuff like right, that. See the new artists, see mm -hmm. the see... mix and mingle, and yeah. just meet new people. Cause I'm. I want to meet new people. I want to meet new people. So you want to talk to people? Yeah. I'm so excited because I'm usually the one doing all the talking. I'll talk to people, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to talk to people. Yes. Mingle with people, guys. It's so much fun. People are very interesting characters. Okay? Very interesting characters. Allow yourself to build new connections. People be so scared nowadays to just say hello to somebody. But... One thing I realized, too, is that a lot of people always take it to be um, flirtatious. Or they see it as, like, you're just trying to... You're just trying to, like, talk to me. Yeah, like, it's all sexual. Like, honestly... Mm -hmm. And I feel like that sometimes when I talk to some men. They make me feel like, oh, you're flirting. It's like, yeah, I wasn't never looking at you like that. I just thought you was cool. Mm -hmm. But okay. You know, I get what you're saying. Uh, but I don't have any intention of like being flirtatious i mean like i said i'd be open to whatever so if i'm <laughs> feeling the energy then i'm gonna reciprocate it but if i don't feel anything i'm just keep it cool keep it calm and collected but um yes so for today's topic well there really is no topic today it's the halloween season the halloween spirit we just want to be free and open <clears throat> and i want us to have a nice little discussion so I'm about to get like real in there, so I'm just. Wait, like, are we gonna? Are we gonna what? Are we gonna you know, we even introduce ourselves. ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even introduce ourselves. We didn't introduce the show or anything. Okay. Well, I'm Mukri, the one and only. Any others are counterfeit, so check your pockets. And this is my cousin Shigo, aka Rebecca. Yes, yes. That's the other co-host of the Fang Podcast, First American Nigerian Generation. And thank you for tuning in with us. Yes. You kind of heard us rambled a bit, but now we're kind of like getting back on track to get off track again. No, for real. This is our Halloween special. Um, and we got a little drinky drink here with us. Um, and yeah, we just gonna be free with it. Yes. Be free with it today. So before we even get a little bit more free, I do want us to touch on growing up in Niger growing up with Nigerian parents during the Halloween season. Mm. What Halloween season? You wanna be celebrating demons and monsters? What is Halloween? It's the devil's holiday. Are you a child of the devil? Not in my house. <laughs> oh my god. Not in my house. It was not possible. You want candy? Oh, yeah, let's go to the store. Here's the candy. Oh, yeah, go inside. What? Your mama allow you to get candy from the store? Yeah, like, she'll give me money. I'll go to the store, buy candy, and then come back home. Oh, my God. Mama, but they did not let us. <laughs> they did not let us. Especially after they made that stupid rumor about they putting shit in kids' candies. There's blazing candy in chocolates. It was over for that. Like, we definitely wasn't touching oh my God. any candy. And that's even crazy because recently on the news... You know those, um, I don't know what they're called, but like the candy that looks kind of like powder and they have it in like, it looks yeah. like pills. I don't know The powdery kind of candy. I think I know So apparently about. there's a new drug out that looks just like the candy and it's like rainbow colored, 
all of that stuff. And now there's this big, like, what if it gets into the candy during Halloween when the kids are trick-or-treating? It looks just like candy. The parents won't even know because it looks just like candy. What the fuck? You're taking, your, you're taking your kids to the block to be like, what the fuck? I don't but think it looks right like candy. But I don't and think there are people who are might use their houses as disguise to sell their drugs while the people's tricking and treating. People have so many disguises to sell their drugs. You literally never know. This Unless world. You're in on the this operation. sounds so complicated, and life is meant to be so simple. <laughs> what life you live in? Uh, I live a simple <laughs> life. I am happy. I am alive. God Amen is good. Amen to that. Amen to that. If you're, I don't deal with complications, okay? But I, it just sounds so complicated. I really, I really don't want to think that we live in a world where people are that cruel to children. No, for real. And I don't think I would even let my kids trick-or-treat. I'll try and do something with the family and give them that trick-or-treat experience, but they don't need to be going to everybody on the house block. like Especially if I don't even know all the people on the block. Half of the time, you don't know all your neighbors anyway. Well, I live in Jersey, so I know my neighbors. <laughs> well, good for you, but everyone else don't be knowing their neighbors, and I don't know. I think it'll be nice, and it's like a family thing. We could do it with the family, especially since Halloween isn't really celebrated in Nigerian culture. It's not. It, they it's don't, a it's, part of our culture, though, our right. Nigerian-American culture, mm -hmm. and that's something I would want to share with my kids, too. You know, it's a fun season. You get to eat candy. You get to dress up as your favorite character or whatever you want, and you know, it's a good memory with the kids. It is. So, yeah, I would probably do something in the house. My kids ain't going trick-or-treating. We usually, when we were younger, um, I think, when we were younger, we did celebrate Halloween in the house, but we were never allowed to be anything, you know, bloody, gruesome, goblins. We, like, I remember there's one, there was one where um, Annie was an angel. Mm -hmm. I don't or Shala was an angel. Me, I was some <laughs> disco, disco dancer. Um, I don't remember what Shala was. But like, and we would we dressed up and we just stayed in the house. So I, that was our parents' way of feeding us, feeding that American culture. Mm -hmm. But we never. That was I, as you guys got older, though, right? Yeah, Aniela mm -hmm. was pretty much young at that mm -hmm. time. Aniela was probably like three or something. So, but we never had that experience of our parents walking us around the block mm -hmm. to get candy. And if we did go outside and collected candy, it usually was with within the building we lived in or in school. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know, maybe that's why I like Halloween a little bit more now because you, you make your own choices. That's true. And it honestly feeds my creativity. I feel like I can go wild as an artist because of Halloween. You know, definitely. I love doing the whole makeup looks and like just trying to go crazy with it. Like Even when I was in high school, when I was a senior, we had a senior Halloween day and only the seniors could come dressed up in Halloween costumes and stuff. So I was Cleopatra, but I put a twist on it. I was a zombie Cleopatra because, you know, she's dead. <laughs> so imagine she came back up and that's what I wanted to do. So I played with the um, the liquid latex and the SFX makeup. Fake? Did I use fake blood? No, I didn't use fake blood. I actually used lip liner, red lip liner to make it look like God, blood. I was about to say something like goat blood or some shit. Goat blood? Uh, that's what I thought you was going to say. Don't listen to me. Nah, bro, nah, bro, nah, bro. No blood. We use all makeup for this. And, you know, I made, like, the fake scab on my face. Mm -hmm. I drew the veins. I had colored contacts, a whole wig, everything. It was cute. It was fun, and it was cute. And I got to do something different and express that creative side. And that's how I see Halloween. And Halloween, makeup, wigs, all of that shit. <clears throat> 
just another way to express yourself because we are artists and everything that we do. Mukri, she's a nail tech. She actually does paintings. She plays the piano. She writes poetry. She's an artist. I'm an artist. I Picasso. do hair. I do painting stuff now. I do makeup. I do all of that stuff. Yeah. I'm an artist. I create digital masterpieces. Yes, I do. Yes, she like, do. I'm an artist. Like Digitally, you're really good at it. And I just love creating. And this is one way I can create. Like Even doing a black lip. I will never do a black lip. My lip messed up. I'm kind of mad. For my Halloween costume. My lip messed up. Then mine is... I feel like it's transferring, but I can't tell. Mine's definitely transferred. Yeah, yeah. They look the same. (laughs) (laughs) They look the same. I'm like, oh my God, it changed. And I realized that. I'm like, oh, oh well. Either way, everybody knows Kim Possible. Um, So, Mukri. What? When is the last time... Now we're going to get back to when I was like, oh, I'm going to ask you a question. And um, just be prepared and be ready. When is the last time you try something new sexually? Mm-hmm. Do I have to really give a time frame on that? Like, what, what, what did you try sexually last that was new? Um, pinching a man's nipples. Yeah. Pinching nipples. Do you know about the androgynous zones? Is that, did I say right? I, I don't think know. I did. zones. Basically, it's like the parts of the body that aren't necessarily touched the most. So when you do touch it, it gives you like an insane sensation. Like like a, pleasure mapping? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it gives it's, pleasure. It's like, um, yeah, finding, touching your body, finding what parts of your body that, you know, that intrigue your sexual that turns size. you on yes, yes in a basically way. so with nipples it's funny how you said that you said biting nipples how the fuck do i am not biting nobody's nipples yes pigeon. <laughs> so nipples are one of the androgynous zones there's also the back of the knee which is something new that i realized i was like oh wow really there's your foot as well uh-huh your elbow your ear i think the back of your ear your neck i don't remember the other the other spots but yeah, those nice little fact that you just learned. Okay, and I, I learned a new term, but some of those things, are, a lot of those things, I didn't know. You Androgynous. Learned? That's well, the the term, yes, that term is new for me. But knowing what turns people on, some of those things that you pointed out are not new to me. <laughs> okay, they're not. They might be new to some of the people listening. So at least you learned something new today. Um, um but for me, something that. Something new sexually that I tried. It's not recently, but it is something new. I tried the 69 position. And I had never did that before. Really? Mm-hmm. I've never did 69 before. And I don't know if it's because I was in my head, because I'm pretty tall. Uh-huh. And I feel like my proportions between the bottom of my body and my upper body are uneven. So I always feel as though I'm going to be like hunchback. And that's uncomfortable. But uh, it wasn't like that. Yeah, it's not like that at all. Yeah, no, I was just in over my head. But yeah, it wasn't like that. What is it that you tell yourself? It's it's not you're not that important, huh? There's something you tell yourself when you think too much. There was something you were saying so, to yourself. I psych you... myself out. Yeah, yeah, no, but this was before. Okay, okay. Have you tried six? You, you remember what I'm talking about, right? Because she said it like, oh, yeah, it's not that serious. It's not that serious. Yeah, no, but this was before. Um, Have you ever tried the 69 position? Tried it. <laughs> you, you're a master at it? A master manipulator at it? 
Tommy. Be abusing. So you'll be abusing 69? Tommy Lola, sure you now. I mean, you're not talking. You leaving a lot of room for guessing. No, I, I like let me get to my sentence. I wouldn't call myself an expert, but like I'm experienced. <laughs> I'm experienced. I want to call myself an expert. Yeah, I wouldn't know what would be considered an expert, but like. So you have tried it. Yeah, more than multiple times. Okay. I have tried it multiple times. Sixty nine is um. Okay, so you know, I don't like sucking dick. I don't. It's not something I'm into, and that's more of I rather really just do it with one person for the rest of my life kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But um, you know we're we're like we're adventurous. Children? We're <laughs> shut up, not children. We're not children. We are adventurous. So you do end up trying things before finding your final partner. And sixty nine was a my, a go to position for me when it um, was a go to position for me when I wanted to avoid eye contact. Ooh. Yes, or I would go to that position if I wanted to be pleasured. Because I want to still be wet. Because sometimes, you know, I was second thing don't make me wet. It I just was a don't. Pillow princess. Oh no, I'm not a pillow princess. I was a pillow princess. I like to be dominant. As you should. I see. That. Really? Wait, I don't see. That. Really? Yes. Because you know, normally people say when you're one way in like your real life, when it comes to your sexual life, you're kind of like the opposite. And I would consider you dominant in like your everyday life. So to hear that you're dominant as well sexually. Yeah, I'm very dominant. I enjoy being dominant sexually. Actually, um, I kind of like to do this um, kind of like fight for power. Fight for power. Yes, I like to fight for power. At one point, I do enjoy being the submissive partner in these interactions. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I'm like, this is what I want. And then for me to get what I want, you have to be dominant. So I take control but some men easily allow you to take control some men fight you back <laughs> it's fucking annoying i'm taking my shit back <laughs> <laughs> like it's really what fight for their dominance back and it's like okay no problem but i just i like to fight for the power i like there to be a switch in between it because naturally i i think you like playing both roles yeah i like to be the dominant mm -hmm. one i feel like in a world, we live in a world of men, right? Even though it really should be a world of women. We live in a world of men. And Say that. if I could be dominant in be sexually, that I feel empowered. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie, like, if I feel like I brought you to your climax, you are rolling your eyes back, you're shaking and shit. I was like, I'm like, yeah, I'm that bitch. Mm -hmm. I did that. <laughs> yeah, I'm big champ. I did that. That's how I be feeling. That's mm -hmm. why I enjoy being dominant. It makes, it feels liberating. I like that. I have a question for you. Right. Do you introduce toys into the bedroom or um, is it more of a solo thing? Um, I enjoy toys solely for myself. Um, I have introduced toys into into it, um, more of for my own pleasure, obviously. Um, I never had anybody. Would I say that? No, I that would be lying. I did have someone like you know use a toy on me, mm -hmm. but mostly just yeah. I introduced toys into the into the act of sex 
<laughs> um, but not just toys, like accessories too, like whips, blindfolds, handcuffs. Like you could tie me the fuck up. It's mm -hmm. lit. Tie me up. <laughs> tie me up. Blind me. Don't let me know what's going on. Like, yeah, like that's my submissive part playing coming into play. For me, my first toy was actually gifted to me. Really? Mm -hmm. It was gifted to me. Uh, we never used it together. I used it on my own, but that was gifted to me. And But I have used toys with people before, mm -hmm. um, obviously for my own pleasure. But I don't know if they... Actually, I do know they got off on not only watching, but they as well liked the vibration on themselves. And... That was kind of not funny to me, but it was interesting, and I, I liked it as well because normally guys don't like sex toys. But like, oh, why you want to use a sex toy? Like, I'm not enough for you. And there are some people who are so against it, they don't even use it on themselves. But it's like, <sighs> sex toys? Toys men that are, in general? Men are, that are against it, men that are against it just don't ha lack confidence in their own sexual performance. That's what I I'm going to say. I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that because... Whether you're using a toy by yourself or using it with someone else, it unlocks something new and different within yourself. And it's like, wow, I could do this. I could pleasure myself on my own. I don't need no one else with me. But then to do it with someone else and have the toy, yeah. and we're both enjoying—that's that's golden. First of all, toys was it when I had my the first time like I brought myself to my climax with a toy to the point like I was squirting and stuff mm -hmm. in my own. I miss oh, in my own. Space, I was like, This is it. This, this is, is life. This is what we're I'm like, Who like? needs men? <laughs> I'm staying single <laughs> because you use a toy, like, I'll be happy in like 10 minutes, right? I don't gotta worry on no one, just but a man, five but, minutes, all right, later, you're right? With a man, is like, Oh, it's taking forever. Now it's time to go get some food. What movie I'm watching tonight? What Netflix movie I'm watching tonight? Oh my god, those nights, toys are fun, um, they're fun. And should be well educated about. I feel like you hear toys, you think fun, and yeah, it's fun, but it's also it's painful. very painful. Some toys are painful. I haven't used any painful toys, but okay, I agree with you. But <laughs> <laughs> the important thing I feel about toys is that it allows you to explore yourself. It allows you to see what it is that you like, what it is that you don't like. And it's very important to know that because when you start messing with someone, you start chilling with someone, it's like, how can you expect to get what you want out of that situation? And you don't even know what it is that you like. You don't even know your own body. You don't even know what makes you jump, what makes you tickle, what makes you giggle, what makes you moan. You don't know any of that thing, any of those things. So when I was in college, I was teaching a sexual education course. Oh, mm -hmm. It was you. an internship. Yeah, I okay. was. And my senior year, this is before COVID. So I was doing like going to high schools and teaching these kids about like sexual health, you know, what is agency, what it is to know what, what you have access to and how to get to it. And we had like a, a secret box where the students could ask different questions and stuff like that. And it was a question where someone asked like, what are toys and like, how are you supposed to use it? Like, you know, like what are the different types of toys? And I didn't go too much into detail because it wasn't part of the curriculum and you try not to stare away from the curriculum. But, you know, I just explained like, you know, toys is a way for you to have fun with yourself. You know, it's a way for you to learn more about yourself, to see what it is that you like, what it is that you don't like. And you should never feel ashamed because you're using a toy, because you're masturbating. Everyone does it. It's the 
main way for you to learn about yourself, what you like and how to get yourself to the pleasure that you want, to the climax that you want. So anyone listening to this, if you've ever felt ashamed or wrong or whatever the case might be because you want to try using toys, you want to try doing that shit, don't feel like that. Like, do you, as long as you lock the door, you're in your privacy, go crazy, go stupid, go nutty. (laughs) Not the nutty part. (laughs) That caught me off guard. How many toys do you have? How many toys do I have? Mm-hmm. Um, I have three. Three. I have the portable one with oh, the yeah. remote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My portable. Yeah. Portable. Um, I have, I don't know what this, what this actual one is called, but it literally is just mostly for penetration. And then my favorite toy has to be the rabbit. Fucking absolutely. The rabbit be jumping. I'm crying. I only have one. I used to have three, but I threw two out because they were old. I've had it for so long. But the one that I have now, I don't know what it's called, but it is a type of clitoral stimulator. And it's like a rabbit. No, it's not called a rabbit. I don't know what it's called, but yes, a clitoral clitoral stimulator. She has a fucking tongue twister, and I'm a little (laughs) slit right now. Is it, what, does it like suck on your clit or something? Yeah, it's like a pulsar vibration, air suction, that's what it is. Almost like like the rose? Almost like the rose, but it's not the rose. I've heard a lot about the rose. I heard a lot of good things about the rose, but... I feel I like people be over exaggerating yeah. sometimes though. <laughs> my rabbit do my rabbit do the trick. <laughs> I'm good without the rose. My my rabbit be jumping in the hole. But yes, we are gonna get into the next segment. Uh listen I wanna huh? No, I'm listening. Yeah, so we're gonna get into the next segment and I wanted to share this artist that I've been listening to recently. Um I found her on TikTok. She is a Nigerian artist. I don't know if this is the correct pronunciation of her name. I've never heard her name pronounced now that I think about it. Um, but Ira Star, A-Y-R-A. I don't know if it's Ira, Aria. You know, a lot of people be having different pronunciations for their name. Uh, but she is a 19-year-old singer. She just released a new album. Um, and on her album, most of the songs that she's written, it's mostly been her and her brother. And the reason why I really fuck with her, I really like her vibe, her sound and all of that is because she reminds me a lot of Thames. And the, really? when I listen to Thames music and like the feeling I get, that's what I get from her. And it's something different, something funky. Like it just makes you want to move. And like, it's like kind of like those feel good songs that you just like, you know, be chilling to, but it got the beat to it. So you want to dance to it as well. And I really fuck with that. She was signed by Don Jazzy. Don Jazzy again. again. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah, no, no reason we know that. Yeah, I really do think that everyone should listen to her album. It's called 19 and Dangerous. And yeah, hop on it. I'm open to listening hop to on it. it. I've heard of her. I think I've heard her in one song, but I just never went on my way to look up. Look. Yeah, the song that most people know is called Rush. It's been real viral on TikTok. Oh no. I'd be knowing the songs, I just don't be remembering the name of them. That's my fault. I need to really be more into because I really do enjoy music. Yeah, like I've been this, trying to be more like select, not selective, but like open. 
yeah, I guess open is the word on like different songs and just trying to like pay attention to what the songs are saying. Because normally when I listen to music, I listen for the beat. I don't like listen to the lyrics and corny. try and like dissect corny, bitch. <laughs> I don't like try and dissect what they're saying. If I like the beat, that's how I'm fucking with the song. But now it's like I'm trying to be more picky, listen to what they're saying, actually trying to understand. Like, don't just learn the words and don't know what the fuck you're saying. Like, listen. Listening is very important. It's very important. Mm-hmm. Um, Any music you've been listening to lately? Um, I'm not exactly sure what genre of music this would be, but because I don't want to call it the wrong name. But either way, what I'm going to do, Joe, is just go to... So I have a playlist on my phone, right? I call it Spits. Don't Spits? Ask... Yes, yeah, Spits. Don't ask me why. Because um, they be spitting. In my opinion, yeah. they do. I, I like the... I like the... Um, choice of words that they use but like this album this playlist has like little baby young boy little dirk cj the baby polo g pop smoke you Plus listen to all of them king von shy from i don't even know what how to you pronounce listen it to all of them? shy yeah i have i didn't know that i have cash doll in here i have rod wave money bag yo future I have like Coil Ray, certain songs. So like rap, rap, trap, drill, whatever. Tink is in here. There's just, I like, she deserved to be in this playlist in my opinion. Um, There's Major 9, 2C, a couple Burna Boy, this one song by Burna Burna Boy with Polo Jean. I like that song. I have Meek Mill in here, Naka, Nicki Minaj. Not really a lot of her though in this album. Um, A Boogie, Kodak. Yeah, this is the this is the playlist I've been listening to lately, and um, who have I? I've been listening to G Herbo too. My friend told me to listen to everything. I've been really listening. I've been listening to a lot of female rap now as uh, well. Nah, not me. Female rap. I haven't been listening. to I any made a playlist. Rappers. It only has like five songs on it, Does but I've been. Have hmm? a playlist then. Well, yeah, I made a playlist, but it's only like what you five named songs. It, you named it after some eight, um, after a letter and emoji? Yeah, because so I use Apple Music, and sometimes when I have to search for my playlist, I don't want to like type the name or scroll. So I put A because it's the first letter of the alphabet, so it's going to be the first one no matter what. And then I put emoji after it. Okay, I guess that's, you know, organizational. Yeah, but yeah, in this playlist, I've been listening to Glorilla, Cardi B, Cash Doll, Nikki, I got Megan, Maya the Don. Mona Leo, Ken the Man. It's a couple songs. I fuck with these songs. I haven't really listened to any other like of their so- songs. I, I like that song Telfy a lot. That shit is so funny. Man, bitch, when I'm in the function. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be talking about Wajon, Wajaye. Come and eat with us. And okay. for this week, we're going to be talking about Moy Moy. Moy Moy is a... What is Moy Moy? All I know about Moy Moy is that they make it in foil and that they put egg in it. There's like, I think, peppers maybe in it. Take, take it back, take it back, take it back, take it back. Moi I don't moi. eat moi moi, so I'm not a fan. Honestly. Okay, I like moi moi a lot. It's very delicious. It's actually funny. I actually was eating something um, for my coworker that is um, that's Puerto Rican, but I don't remember what it's called. But it kind of reminded me of moi moi when I was eating it. But does it have a different color, or it just looks like moi moi? It looked like moi moi. Kind of tasted like it too. Um. But moi moi is made of black eyed bean, black eyed p 
peas, black eyed beans, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's blended with onions, peppers, scotch pepper, habanero pepper. Um, you know, Nigerians, they love shit mad spicy. So it's all kind of peppers. No, that is. Um, it's so blended. So spicy, your tongue will fall off. Yeah. Yo, somebody was, I think I saw something about like spicy is not an actual like taste. It's a pain tolerance. I'm like, okay, I could agree with that. I could see that. I could see that. I see people eat something spicy and turn red. So, <laughs> um, but yes, that's what Moi Moi is. It's blended together. It's usually in, I believe, a banana leaf. It's, it's a banana leaf. It's kind of like folded into a certain way and it's poured into the banana leaf. The, so that's the, that's the original way they use the banana leaf yeah. instead of foil. Okay. Instead of foil. The, I, foil was like the way we started to use it in coming to America because that leaf is not so easily found. They also have like these moi moi pouches. Yeah, now that, they make moi moi pouches. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my mom, she likes to buy them off of Amazon and she'll, she don't really make moi moi, but she'll buy it and take it to Nigeria and that's how they'll make it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's made with, it's wrapped in the banana leaves. I prefer it when it's in the banana leaves because you kind of get like the flavor from the banana leaves as well mm -hmm. versus it being in foil. And when it's in foil, it's kind of is a little bit more messy, but that's what it is. It's poured into a banana leaf or into a foil um, and then it's boiled. Um, you can eat moi moi with those basic ingredients, but you typically Nigerians add like a boiled egg or ground beef, sometimes shrimp. Um, it's a, it has a very soft texture to it. Extremely soft texture. Like, honestly, if you didn't have teeth, you could eat moi moi. <laughs> um, I'm not a fan of moi moi. You know? Like, I would never, never go out of my way to get moi moi. Like, even if moi moi was of the meal, of the food available, I'm not taking it. I just never... This just wasn't my choice. If it's on the plate already, and if I'm real hungry, then I might eat it. Like, I've tasted it before. It's not that it's bad. I just... It's not my choice. Um, I wouldn't eat it. I like Moi Moi, moi, moi with Gary. Not Gary on the Moi Moi, but, like, you know, Gary, <laughs> water, sugar, ekwa mm -hmm. on the side. Like, that's a nice combo for me. I enjoy it. Um, this... I don't even know what places really sell Moi Moi. It's very easy to make. Honestly, YouTube is your best friend. So you can learn how to make it or find an African restaurant where they make it. It's mm -hmm. really good. I don't know about African restaurant, but like... <laughs> yeah, because now that I think about it, they don't even offer it as a side, really. No, you won't see you will get it only like in parties or at home. Yeah. You need to know someone. Be like, yo, can you make me one more? Sure, I got you. Yeah. That's good. You should try it. And honestly, I would say it's for all palates. You could, you're vegan, just don't put the veg, the meat in it. You're pescatarian, you could put shrimp in it. I'm not going to lie. Mine's are getting kind of low. Shrimp? <laughs> Mine's are getting kind of low. Mine's too. They are? I'm fighting it, trying to. Yeah, I'm feeling that. <laughs> I'm feeling that. These so, drinks are catching to us. Yes, so let's bring this episode to a close because we're hot. You feeling good? I feel yeah, I'm great. always feeling good. Oh my god, nah. I'm glad I'm not driving because what the <laughs> fuck? It's like it just came on me like vroom. All right. First of all, you can tell because here she talking. Uh, all right. All right. I talk like that all the time. What are you talking about? 
Okay. But thank you guys way. for tuning in with us on this episode of the Fang Podcast. That is First American Nigerian Generation. I am your co-host, Rebecca. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at ThatQueenBeck. And you can also follow my beauty portfolio page on Instagram at TouchByBets. And I'm McGree, the one and only. You can follow me on Instagram at it's underscore McGree. And my nail tech beauty portfolio is by underscore McGree. Um, and don't forget to follow us at The Fang Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. If you're listening to us, head over to our YouTube channel. We are dressed up for this episode. Um, if you don't know, I'm Shigo. She is Kim Possible. Kim Possible. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Now we won't dance song. Call me, beat me. If you want to reach me, doesn't matter where, it doesn't matter when, doesn't matter when. I'll be here to the very end, I'm danger in, or I'm trouble, I'm there on the double, you know that you always can call Kim Possible. What's the stitch? Comment, be made if you want to reach me. Sorry. Peace out. Later, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>